All the gurus on YouTube are saying that the real estate market is going to crash due to housing mortgage rates, higher inflation, and all of the other things that are happening in the housing market. Are they correct? Maybe not so fast because if everyone's saying something, my inner instinct always says, maybe that's not the case. Maybe something else is actually going on. This is the Dima Show. Dima Show. A unique perspective on entrepreneurship, real estate, business, finance, politics, and current events with a big dose of common sense. Warning. Warning. If you're easily offended, this is not the podcast for you. Listen at your own risk. So guys, let me show you what I mean. What I did is I pulled up an incognito window of Google Chrome. If you don't know what that is, it's just a window that clears all the search history or you can use DuckDuckGo or something like that. And so here's a brand new YouTube window, no search history. Check this out, I'm not signed in. YouTube does not know who I am. And so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna type in housing market and watch what comes up. Check this out, guys. Housing market forecast, housing market crash, housing market crash 2022. It's pretty clear what people are searching for because this kind of shows me the predictions that, that YouTube thinks that I'm going to search for. And it also shows me what is happening on YouTube and on Google. Remember, Google owns YouTube. So check this out. All I'm going to do is search for housing market and watch what comes up. The first couple of videos, of course, are just our uh, regular news, right? If you keep going on that, though, here's all the videos that it is suggesting for me, the algorithm. And by the way, for the algorithm, hit the like button on this video and subscribe. YouTube will show it to more people. So here we go. Check this out. Don't buy housing market update. It's over. The housing market crash has begun. Confronting home builders. They're about to crash the housing market just like 2008. National Association of Realtors. Home buyer demand is slowing. Everything you need to know about the upcoming housing crash. Why most realtors should be excited for a housing market crash. Okay, do you guys see what's going on here? What you can see essentially is that every video is saying that the housing market is about to crash. Why? I don't have to pull up those videos to tell you the reasons. I've been talking about all of these factors on the channel as well that are affecting real estate. We have how we have rising mortgage rates, mortgage interest rates, which are putting a lot of pressure on buyers because they were qualified at 3%. Now rates are 5%. I'll show you that as well in a second, right? Now, we also have other factors like inflation, rampant inflation is happening. Is that good or bad for the housing market? So there's all of these things going on that everyone on YouTube and Google and mainstream media is saying is going to crash the housing market right now. And that, of course, guys, is sensationalism. Sensationalism sells whenever there's something in the news that's working. Everyone else starts copying it, as you could see by those YouTube videos that I just showed you. But here's the deal, guys. When it comes to real estate, you guys, there's actually one factor that affects real estate because it combines both supply and demand. And that is the month's supply of inventory in real estate. And what that tells me is that if no new homes came on the market, how long would it take to sell out of everything? Obviously, the more of that there is, the higher the month's supply of inventory, right? The more supply there is in the market, the less demand, meaning prices are probably gonna come down. I want you to think of this as an example. I love Nike Air Jordans. 
I have a bunch of pairs. My son is stealing them now, but I love them. So if I went to the store and there were, let's just say, 100 pairs of awesome Nike Air Jordans, but there were only 50 people to buy them, what would happen? If you guess the price would come down, you're right. Supply, demand. I want you to look at it the other way. Let's say there were only 50 pairs of Air Jordans available and there were 100 people lined up outside the store, like in a lot of these sneaker shops, waiting to buy them. What would happen? Well, they could raise the prices because there's more demand than there is supply. That's exactly what I'm talking about here. And by the way, guys, I'm curious to hear what you think. You've probably watched a lot of these videos that talk about the doom and gloom. Do you think the... Do you think the housing market is going to crash or do you think we're going to have a soft landing or are we going to continue to see rising prices? Let me know in the comments below so that we can interact and chat down there. Here's what this actually looks like. And just to give you a little legend, anything between three and six months supply of inventory, we call a balanced housing market. It's not really a seller's market, not really a buyer's market. Anything below three months, that means it's a heavy seller's market. Like I gave you in the shoe example, there's less shoes than there are buyers. And if it's above six months, then we say that's a heavy buyer's market, right? There are way more shoes than there are buyers and so the prices tend to come down and so if you look at this since about you know actually for a very long time we've been hovering under three 2.1 and as you could see by the way month supply of inventory always increases into the summer months because that's typically when people start moving around so if i look at this we were hovering under three we never actually hit three and then towards the end of last year, which is typical because at the end of the year, month supply usually comes down and pulls back because people aren't moving around as much. It's the holidays, it's cold in certain states, things like that, right? And so the month supply plummeted all the way down to 1.6. That is very, very low. Now it is March and we are back to two months supply of inventory. Now, again, if I look at March of last year, we were at 2.1. So we're actually lower this year than we were last year. So as I said, until this statistic right here starts to go up, and I would want to see it probably up above three or four or five before I could actually say, uh-oh, you know, the housing market is getting ready to have a problem. Because once we go above five, six, seven, Back in the day, guys, in 2008, it was much higher. I am going to touch on why now is not like 2008 in just a second. But if you want to boil this down, if you want to look at one thing to determine where we are, this is it. Now, I do want to touch, guys, on mortgage rates as well. So if you look at mortgage rates, mortgage rates have a huge impact, of course, on the housing market. The reason is most people get loans. And when you get a loan, the interest rate is going to determine your monthly payment. And let's face it, most people buy a payment, they don't really buy a house. And so when you look at rates, there's been a drastic increase. We are right here. Let me actually zoom into this a little bit more for you. So we are even more. We are right here. If you look at January of 2021, that was a year ago, December, January, we were up on the 30-year fixed mortgage rate, or we were down uh, in the mid twos, 2.67%, right? So that was extremely, extremely low. If you listen to my advice on the channel and you bought a house, congratulations, or you bought multiple houses, congratulations. Then mortgage rates started to come up um, the low or the the uh, low point here was about July, and then we started to come up, and then we saw this drastic increase when the Fed started raising the federal funds rate. And so, since uh, the end of 2021, there were also some political changes. Someone new in office. We might talk about that a little bit. Uh, and so, since then, mortgage rates have risen from three percent to over five percent. That's a two percent difference in mortgage rates. And guys, I got to tell you that 
is huge because interest rates going from 3 to 5% means a lot of people that were pre-qualified are no longer qualified to buy a home. A lot of people that could have bought a house for, let's say, 500000 now have to buy a house for much cheaper, 400000 And so what that, in theory, will do is it'll put downward pressure on prices. But remember, guys, the month's supply of inventory is still extremely low. So what that tells me is, yes, there may be less buyers out there in the marketplace that are looking to buy a home. However, there are still enough buyers to eat up the supply that we have. And so in order for the housing market to correct, to have an issue, what has to happen is either we need way more supply, so we need a lot more properties that are being built, delivered to market, and builders are building, but not at such a pace that it's going to outpace demand, or we need enough of a demand slowdown so that prices go up and this chart would shoot up, right? So you need one of those two things or both of those things to happen in order for there to be some sort of housing market crash or correction. Now, let me touch on 2008. A lot of people are comparing now to 2008. That is simply not the case. Let me tell you why. I was around. Back in 2008, they were giving out, the mortgage lenders and the, and the, and the mortgage originators were giving out loans that made absolutely no sense. They were giving all these low interest, adjustable rate mortgage loans at 100% of the loan to value or even higher. So in 2008, 2007, I could go out, I could buy a $500,000 house, they'd give me a loan for $500,000 or even higher. Sometimes people would get loans for higher and they would pay low interest, it would be adjustable after a couple of years, qualifying was very easy, you didn't have to put any money down. And so what happened was when the housing market adjusted, let's say it went down 10% from 500,000 to 450, a lot of those people just said, hey, now I'm upside down on my property. I don't want it anymore. I'll either sell it as a short sale. Or I'll just live in it for free until they kick me out or I won't pay. That is not the case today. Today, people have equity. If you bought a house anytime in the last year, two, three years, you have a lot of equity. Not only did you put money down on the property because you have to now, but you also have that built-in equity. So let's take the same example. Bought a house for 500,000, you put 20% down, meaning 100 grand, so now you owe 400,000 on it. But that house has gone from 500,000 and it's appreciated to 600,000. So if you're following me on the numbers, if the market goes down, let's just call it 10%, that $600,000 house is now worth 540,000, but you only owe 400. So you still have 100 and $40,000 of equity. You're not going to walk away from that. You're probably not going to stop paying on it. Plus, you took advantage of those low interest rates and you locked in a low rate. So guys, there are a lot of factors that could send the housing market into a spiral or into a crash or just cause a soft correction. But there are probably way more factors that point to the fact that that is not going to happen right now. I can't predict if interest rates skyrocket to 7 or 8 or 9 or 10% then maybe that'll happen. But I got to tell you, those interest rates, anywhere between 5 and 7% are actually pretty normal. That's what rates have been when I have bought most properties. This last couple years has been an anomaly. And so I just don't see it. And so the moral of the story, you guys, is don't believe everything that you see in the mainstream media or you read in mainstream media. Don't believe everything you see on YouTube. Thanks for tuning in to The Dima Show. If you got value from this podcast, do me a favor and share it with someone you know or give me a shout out on your social channels and be sure to tag me so I can thank you. Also, throw in a five-star review wherever you're listening so that the show is shared with more people. I'll catch you on the next episode. Dima out. 
This has been The Dima Show. All information and content provided is for informational purposes only, and you should not construe any such information or other material as legal, tax, investment, financial, or other advice. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.